like it i like it and now i can talk over this and kind of kind of make it seem like seamless like somebody's fading actually fading the music down right like that there's an overhead shot right that there song is so uh, that, there we go yeah right <laughs> there we go the overhead shot is yes. here there we are right there kids up the the sky cam dude i, <laughs> I like I it that. well 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 so if you're wondering what you stumbled on you stumbled on this beautiful podcast. Yes. It's called uh, This Pink Cloud. This is actually season three. You would think we would have it together by now. <laughs> <laughs> but season three, episode five. Um, let me, uh, I'm, I'm uh, self, uh, self-medicating here. I was going to say that. that. But no, I am, uh, I am working the board myself, so please uh, bear with me. A um, action. Yeah, exactly. And uh, I am DJ Kelly Reverb, and I just put that up on the screen. There we go. Yeah, but uh, so This Pink Cloud is a show about recovery, and it's about uh, everything kind of like, uh, you know, in the recovery world, what's going on, what's happening, all that kind of good stuff. Sitting in with me today, actually, Dylan is out still, but uh, he's getting better, and we're going to have him on soon, which is great. But sitting in with me is one Mr. Oh, hold on! I got to do this all. No, no, it's it's fun. There's you, but uh, let's get your your camera right because you just moved on us, Jeff. Well, there the you microphone go. was over here. <laughs> I didn't so want to keep going that's away. all your fault, buddy. That's all your fault. But that is one Jeff Rigdon right there. Uh, my good buddy, like, I mean, shoot, dude, we go back in the day, like, what, uh, back 90s? Something like that, uh, Something like that, like we're old and stuff, right? <laughs> we knew each other from, you know, directly, but through this whole scene. Right, 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 right. And then sitting on his left is, actually, I did a little there. Right. Well, my left, so yeah, yeah, yeah. you're right, you're left, right? Right, left? I'm here. It's all yeah, that matters. Anyway, <laughs> but that is Haley Davis. Um, so, uh, yeah, so uh, let's see. Uh, what do we got going on? Um, let's see. Oh, yeah, I need to hit the sponsor real quick. Sponsors. Obviously, that is uh, our lovely sponsor, which I love this. Uh, that is www.summersky.us, uh, and that's 888-857-8857. They're a place where I went to get sober, and guess what? I went there, too. So did this young lady on the left. So we have that in common, but uh, you were there for A, much longer than me, and then, uh, well, now you're, you said four or five years sober? Four, four in March. Okay, and so that was way before my time, so maybe when the carpet was a little newer. Maybe. Uh, maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe, kind of sort of. No, 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 but, yeah, uh, no, so uh, that's great, um, but, uh, you know, I've, uh, you know, run into these two people from, uh, you know, my recovery journey, and they're both just good people. Uh, and Jeff, uh, Jeff actually chairs a, a recovery meeting that I frequent. 
Um, and I don't know if you want to mention that. You can give it a shout out if you want, or you uh, can well, keep you it know, anonymity. Yeah, we'll do that. You yeah, will yeah, just keep it an anonymous. We know. We know, yeah, we we know, know. which <laughs> meeting it is. Okay. <laughs> and then uh, next to him is Haley Davis. So let's uh, let's basically. I like to always kind of figure out like the person's kind of backstory okay. and, and what what happened when it happened and then we'll talk about all the good stuff uh oh and how it happened too yeah but we'll talk about you know like and then uh what you have going on and what you have coming up and and all that good stuff so it, it's all you Haley. oh my gosh well i mean what happened a lot happened a lot of bad stuff but more good stuff um more good stuff more than good bad stuff. More good stuff than bad stuff. Okay, yeah. cool. But no, I mean, I um, I grew up very familiar with Alcoholics Anonymous. Oh, my gosh. Can we edit that out? <laughs> no, 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 no. You can just say 12-step. With the 12-step program. Yeah, um, sure. My, my father is in recovery. And, okay. Um, but well, it's not like you're. It's not like you're the first person that's ever I know, heard about one I of those know, meetings. I know, but I'm trying to, you right. know, respect traditions. Sure. But um, so I, I knew about recovery because my father's in recovery. Um, but it took me a while to kind of get there myself. Mm. Um, that show, Dope Sick, is kind of my story. Oh. Um, I got sick and got prescribed OxyContin by the handful. Yeah, the one with uh, Michael Keaton in yes. it. Yeah. Yeah. I lo love that show. It's on. On Hulu. It's it is on, so mm -hmm. good. Man. Yeah, it is good. So good. It is good. And so, um, yeah, so I was really a big part of that when it first came out, and doctors didn't know a lot about it, and it was prescribed to me, but I was abusing it. And um, I, several treatment centers later, um, I found heroin. Which mm. is cheaper and well, yeah, and it's probably it, what was it easier to get? Easier to get, yeah. yeah. I mean, because that's 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 the kind of thing that I kind of it's kind of a common thread to be honest. Yeah. Um, you know, actually, I uh, I hear that uh, you know people say, uh, yeah, I started off on oxy and then I found a much cheaper oxy yeah. or or ready readily available because mm -hmm. I mean I know that uh, for a while. Um, you know, oxys basically became almost uh, out of print or, or rare or hard to find, you know? Yeah. And, you know, they changed the formulas of them and right. all that kind of stuff. I grew up in a small town and I moved back when I got sick. And so these were small town doctors and they were just prescribing. And um, my parents were like desperate for a cure. And we didn't know it's, I have this disease that's made me blind in my left eye. Oh. And um, there's a lot of pain in my optic nerve. It's like phantom limb pain, but in your eyeball. Now so I'm I'm terrible. intently looking at your left eyeball. You can't tell. Yeah, you can't no, tell. You no. can sometimes tell when like the lights okay. go out and my pupils don't dilate. So right. it's not something that most people can tell. But I had to like learn how to redrive. And oh, yeah, stuff. It sure. It takes me a long time to do my makeup. Because wow. <laughs> like, well, yeah, it would be like just <laughs> perpetually having one eye closed. Yeah. What time did you get I woke up at six because I went to work. I went to work this morning before right. I came here because I'm a good, studious perfectionist. I was gonna say uh, that you would uh, probably be really good at looking at a uh, telescope or a um, <laughs> <laughs> or a microscope. <laughs> that would come. That would come in handy. That my way, good right? eye is like 2010. It's yeah. just crazy. It like may like the body. Human body is amazing how it compensates for things. But right. so I got sick and got prescribed the opiates and. Um, Alcohol was my deal first, though. Mm -hmm. I, I was um, an alcoholic from the first time I took a drink. I just knew. It was, right. made me feel different. So I had the same story. Small town girl, drinking all the time. Um, got a DWI. 
What what small town? Let's hear this. Sherman, Texas. Okay, Sherman. Sherman's not too small. But it, I mean, this is twenty years ago. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah true. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, it wasn't the thriving metropolitan area that it is oh, now. Yeah, so, so thriving. So it's so thriving. It's, it's, <laughs> I think Grayson County has the oldest population in Texas. Like, uh, like oldest people. Yeah, oldest people. Oh, yeah. nice. Yeah, and they they have like the highest prescription rate of opiates because of the older people. Like Sweet. Well, you know that's uh, that's actually where my boy uh, Dusty Burroughs is it's up where he in works, uh, yeah. yeah up at uh, T is it TCC something like TCC that, yeah. Texoma. I have no idea where it's up towards Oklahoma. It's on the uh, yeah, Texas Oklahoma border. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, back to uh, back to small yeah. town so Sherman, small Texas. town Sherman, Texas. Mm -hmm. um, drinking was a thing, like just really important to me, and mm -hmm. I had a lot of consequences from that, and then. I moved to Dallas for a time. Um, I work in the legal field, and I, I got a job at a, a law firm in Dallas, and then I got sick, and I moved back to Sherman um, so my parents could help me, and mm -hmm. then the, the prescription opiates started, uh. and it was out of control quick. And But, I mean, but, but uh, yeah, I was going to say, how long was the, did it go from, you know, like uh, practical use to, abuse um pretty quickly yeah by that time um you know i my mother would try to monitor and, and bless her heart and i've had the opportunity to make amends and, and mm -hmm. repair that relationship but she tried to monitor my use and she would lock them up in the safe and take them to work oh yeah D soon as total she pill left, count. yeah you know yeah. i'm like almost 30 years old living with my parents searching the house for pills <laughs> right yeah, yeah i mean it was it was ridiculous it's sure. very much like that show no, like where can i find it anymore 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 <laughs> that's the sweetest that's lady so my I mom yeah right. my mom yeah jeff our, i had a birthday party this year yeah. and uh, my mom came and a lot of my recovery friends came and they just loved her and right she, she she's hard not to love it was yeah a, it was a hippies party man we all just oh yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah and i walked around the whole time like hey man what's up? <laughs> i know you like, <laughs> yeah my mom was like is that guy stoned <laughs> yeah. and i'm like no that's just Jeff. <laughs> yeah d we do so we do some fun stuff in recovery to uh entertain ourselves yeah, so is, yeah no but i love i love it I, well i love it because there was like a uh alien themed uh new you know new year's mm -hmm. party that i heard was a rager but i was uh obviously working because i'm a dj and i rule yeah, no, I, I had COVID for that, man. Oh, did, did you? Yeah, sweet, you did. Congratulations. Thanks, yeah. buddy. Yeah. I had yeah, a flu yeah, yeah. and strep throat. Oh, sweet. Nice. That's great. <laughs> Good times. But so, so okay, so you're, your mom's trying to monitor pills. Trying to monitor. I'm desperate, seeking more, uh, going to different doctors. Um, they can't find a cure for my eye. Um, the FDA is starting to crack down. The pill counts are off. My The pain management doctors catching on to oh, what's right. going on. Starting to realize that we oh, we have a problem. And so yeah. um, my brother sent me a link on my birthday, on my 30, 30th birthday, okay. and said, I think you need to go to treatment. And so um, I just, at that point, I was like, I guess so, like, because they're not going to prescribe me pills anymore, and I don't mm, know what to do. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I went to, so so I went to that, treatment. So that detox to yeah. look forward to. And so. I was like, I can't do this cold turkey. And yeah. so... I went to treatment in Houston. Um, and I, ha I have a question for you. Yeah. So did you did you feel like um, that, I mean, did you feel like super hopeless? And like, because I mean, with me and alcohol, I really didn't even know that detox existed. I didn't know, you know, I mean, I just, I've just heard, oh, rehab and then AA. And that's all I've heard. That's all, that, that was my knowledge, uh, you know, at the beginning of my journey. 
And, you know, I mean, I, I did the AA thing, but I mean, I still just, I could not quit on my own. Mm -hmm. And it was like, um, you know, what, uh, you, you know, did you have that desperation of like, oh, well, what am I going to do? How am I going to quit this? How am I, you know, I mean, or were you kind of aware of detox with the dad's history and uh, all yeah, that? Um, Absolutely, but uh, this stint, I think, was more like, okay, well, I'm going to run out of pills, and I don't have another option. Right. Uh, my next stint, which I've been sober since, and when I went to Summer mm -hmm. Sky, that's when I had, like, that true gift of desperation where I was like, I can't, I either want to die or get sober. Like, I can't. Right. There's no in-between for me. Sure. Um, so, but, yeah, that first time, it was kind of like, I just want to get off these pills or maybe, like, get off of them enough where they can just prescribe me some that, and I can just start all over. I mean, I didn't even, it was just so, yeah. <laughs> You just wanted to hit a reset. Yeah, exactly. Maybe hit so the old, maybe hit the old reset button. Yeah, they and then, me And then you could dial it back and yeah, successfully exactly. use it this time, right? Exactly. Yeah. And so, and then I found out that wasn't really what recovery was about, and that right. wasn't an option. It wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, wait, you're saying that, uh, uh, that recovery is not to help you just regulate your use. Well, I mean, I do believe in <laughs> harm reduction. I know there's right. different pathways. Okay, I'm, I'm yeah, I'm good with <laughs> harm reduction. I, now, I'm actually a fan of harm reduction, but I also am a realist with harm reduction. You know, like right. I mean, it, you gotta. I mean, it's just like yeah, it can it can go wrong real fast. Right. Yeah. yeah. Abstinence is the, is what works for me. I've right. got to stay away from okay. all of it. Cool. So, yeah. But so I went to treatment for a stint, um, stayed sober close to a year, and then um, was introduced to heroin. And that's when it went. That's the, like the the worst part of my addiction. So, right. Yeah. Was was the H train? It was, and it went right. fast. And yeah. I um, like I drank a beer on a Saturday, and I was doing heroin by Tuesday. Like it. Wow. Was <laughs> it well, was but you were but you were doing oxys, right? And then you were just like, mm. I mean, how did how does that happen? How does a like this cute little girl from Sherman, Texas, all of a sudden, you know, uh, it's a boy. Who does she find? Yeah, yeah, it's those boys. <laughs> it's those boys. But how, how does that happen? Like, I mean, it's just like there's the one town junkie dude, and like <laughs> I or, was living in Houston. Uh, by oh, the, by okay, that time. I got gotcha, you. So I, gotcha. I went to treatment in Houston. I got gotcha. you for the oxy addiction. Right. And then stayed there. Well, you know what? Uh, what uh, what I also like to point out is it's kind of like when you go to rehab. Um, I, I kind of uh, you know learned so much more. So it's kind of like when you go to prison, you learn how to be a criminal. You know yeah. what I mean? And it's just like I learned so much more about stuff that I had no idea even existed um, when I went to rehab. <laughs> By the way, I mean, but it was nothing. It wasn't bad information. But, you know, I mean, you're in there with people that are, you know, using different different type of uh, drugs than, you know, myself at least. But uh, yeah. anyway, I didn't sorry. go that route. I went the other route. So What's that? The prison route. So oh, you went the prison yeah. route, yeah? I you always say to Jeff, yeah, like, I'm like, I don't I don't talk street. Can you translate this for me? I'm like, I didn't learn <laughs> I half the things I learned I speak, until I got I sober. Sp I speak jive. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm from a small town with, right. like, sweet parents and right big family so so then so what happens so so then you basically get uh, to the uh, heroin and then how long are you how long would you say you successfully navigated heroin almost two years yeah I, I worked I, mean, I um, like I said I'm in the legal field and I worked at two different firms in Houston wow. while I was in the midst of my 
Yeah. Heroin addiction. Yeah, it's so crazy, uh, and and heroin is like so deceptive, and, and you know, I mean, some people can even pull it off for longer than that because I've heard it, yeah. you know. But I mean, just to think, oh yeah, dude, I just did a, I just did a load right there in that picture, dude, with my family, you know, <laughs> like it's like a family picture. Like uh, we had a uh, my boy uh, Blake on last week, Blake Berwick, and he was like, yeah, dude, because I used obviously the most uh, embarrassing photo of him I could find, uh, you know, for the promo. And uh, he was like, yeah, dude, I was uh, actively using heroin in that picture. So I'm just like, it, it's amazing. And then also to just look at some of the people that, that use heroin, you don't look like a heroin I get that user. A lot, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, exactly. I mean, I would not think heroin, you know, at all. I would think, uh, I, would th I would think, let's see. If I looked at Haley, I would think maybe alcohol. I would yeah. think alcohol for sure, and then maybe a little little chronic benzo. Okay, action. but chronic I don't benzo. know. Yeah, well, yeah. But I can see that most people are like, "Yeah, sorority girl, like yeah. alcohol, like that's <laughs> oh, what right. I look like." And yeah. I'm like, "No, I mean, I want the I want the hard stuff to make me go like I just yeah, yeah. you yeah. just okay. Well, <laughs> hey man, there you go. Yeah, so I did that, and I kind of mm -hmm. lived a double life, and it's been like. Because I was in Houston and my family's all up here, and mm -hmm. um, I would s taper myself off a of heroin to come mm. home for Christmas or my ah. sister's wedding, or my mom had open heart surgery, and um, or I would get Suboxone somewhere and I would oh get yeah. off of it enough. And to just go down. just so people know, Suboxone is what you use to uh, in mat. It, yeah. it's it's uh, which is medically aided treatment. Um, it's supposed to help you stay off the street stuff and you do strips. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, but I mean, just for the people, I always keep it like a little basic because right. not everybody knows. Yeah. What so Suboxone it's like, is. it's a detox medication and a maintenance medication. Sure. So I would do it. So it's I wouldn't a go into kind of, would you say it's like a ceiling drug? Like you can only get so high. I'm not or sure. I've never, I've never been, I'm not on maintenance and I've never been on it. Uh, I've okay. only used it for detox purposes. Okay. I so, got you. Yeah. I got gotcha. you. Yeah, so I'm not, but I mean, I think that's how it works. You can't get high, and it's supposed to block cravings and things right. like that. Right. So. Yeah. I was yeah. like you, man. Whenever I was using men, I didn't know anything about like the detox or anything. I knew about like AA and all this stuff, but I didn't know about like suboxins and stuff. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I just yeah. Got sick. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's it's like, real. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, see, I, now I, di I didn't. Were you a heroin user? Yeah. yeah. As well. I mean, yes. but you also did. You also did more, right? I did everything. Like yeah. But heroin was my drug of choice, though, man. Right. I got gotcha. you. Okay. Well, I mean, you, maybe, her, <laughs> no. <laughs> 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 yeah, and I get that, like, every time I tell somebody yeah. that that's my Yeah, they're my like, what the, okay. Now, I remember rolling with you in your car when I first got out. I came, and you we were rolling in your car, and you were telling me your story. I was like, it's what bro. the? What the? Why illegal? What are you talking about? All right. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, I and I I got fired from a job, um, and then my my dad FaceTimed me one day, and it was obvious that I was on something, mm -hmm. and um, he I didn't admit to it, and then the next day I called him, and I was like, I think I need to go to treatment, and he right. drove and came and picked me up, and. The rest mm -hmm. is history. I detoxed yeah. in Houston, and then I went to Summer Sky for 90 days. I love it. I love it, dude. Summer but, sky. I mean, 90 days is rough, dude. Because, I mean, after 30, I was, man, after I did 30, I was just like, man, <laughs> like there was a guy that was there before me, and he's still there after me. I'm like, see you, dude. <laughs> I'm I like, know. I saw so many people come out. and go, like, I'm still here. 
So what's yeah. the difference? <laughs> <All right. laughs> so there's 90 day programs and there's what 30 day programs. Like well, what I've what I have heard it's uh, here. Hold on, I'm I'm trying to switch the shot here. There we go. Um, but it's 30, 60, 90. Uh, and then also there's just detox, which some people do the detox thing, and then they go right back to using, right. which is why I'm, uh, I'm glad I actually went 30 days, and I needed that 30 days because when I, um, you know, okay, so I, I detoxed off the alcohol, but the thing is is to get my head and to get some of the fog lifting and to get me to realize that, hey, man, normal people don't, you know, black out. Normal people aren't giving themselves diabetes, which I was because I was full on insulin shots and everything. And 30 days, like in there, actually, I got to stop taking like uh, my uh, metformin and then also uh, uh, got to stop doing insulin shots as well. So That's crazy. yeah, it was pretty cool. Pretty cool. But yeah, I mean, I just think that mental clarity part is is a huge thing. And and I think with time like ninety days, like you went, I mean, you get a lot of a lot of thinking time, a lot exactly. of a lot of time to process. A lot of therapy, yeah. a lot of yeah, and it was needed. Um, yeah, I you know I'd been in and out of the program and. Um, I had done a 30-day treatment before. I'd done outpatient stuff. I'd been in cycle. I mean, I tried a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. I need to be. I needed to be isolated from anything for right. that period of time. So okay. So I have a question for you because it seems to me that um, there is a higher rate of recidivism. Oh, look at that look word. Look at that. That's a <laughs> hundred-dollar yeah, yeah, word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but uh, with like with with drugs like um, crystal meth and like uh, I see it a lot, a lot, a lot with opioids and heroin, and I'm always like I'm always intrigued by that, and ne- never intrigued enough to do them, but but I, you know I mean I wondered if you guys had you know your own opinions on you know why you think there is and j- I'll break it down for you recidivism is like repeat offender yeah repeat so, okay repeat. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you, you go back out and do <laughs> it. So, so um, but what uh, you know? What are your thoughts on that? I mean, why why that over? I mean, and, and people do it with alcohol. Don't get me wrong. Right. You know, people always go back out, but it just seems always a higher rate with with heroin and opioids. No, I mean I they're, they say because like, they're a lot more once fun. Once a heroin addict, you're always a heroin addict. Yeah, you know I mean that's what they say. And you know, I don't well, know they say that about everybody. Do they right. say that about what's an alcoholic? Always an alcoholic. That's why. Oh, I'm a grateful alcoholic. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know, man. Yeah. For me, I just I don't for know. me like I I mean I never went back, man. Yeah. And you know I got six years now, so. Right. Dude. Oh you know, yeah, like, dude. By the I way, can't. dude, I gotta give the uh, yeah, that's amazing. gotta give it up golf clap because your your birthday was last night, right? Old birthday night was uh, birthday it was night. December ninth of this. December ninth. Yeah. <laughs> December ninth of <laughs> December ninth yeah. of uh, December ninth. Uh, but I mean, of twenty twenty one. I didn't get to pick up at birthday night because I had fucking COVID. Ah, so, uh, gotcha. This month. Right on, yeah. dude. So six years and four years. Look coming at up that. on four. Yeah, years, coming yeah. up on four, dude. Yeah. And I love it. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Well, okay. So let's let's get into talking about. Um, I know you, uh, let's see, you said you were a, a, well, you're a recovery blogger right now. I have a blog. I mean, okay. I'm not 
and it's self-published. I mean, okay, I'm yeah. no, I don't have an agent well, or hey, 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 guess, <laughs> sponsor. Hey, guess what? This is self-published, too. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, look at right. this creative mind. Yeah. <laughs> she didn't have a publisher yet. Right. Yet. Yeah, that's sure. Yet. Right. But um, I have a gift with words. And mm-hmm. um, I, I always have. And I, in my addiction, I didn't really write. But um, sometimes I would. And then since I've gotten sober, I've written a lot. And people have told me that my words touch them. And so at the prodding of friends and family and um, people that love me, I started writing and then started sharing it and putting it on social media and that kind of stuff. And it's gained a little bit of traction. And so my sponsor was like, you know, why don't you, I'm going to segue here, I guess, Mm -hmm. um, to Recovery's Got Talent. And Mm -hmm. she was like, um, why don't you read one of your things in audition? And I was Mm -hmm. like, oh, no, I don't know. That's kind of, it's usually singers and dancers and guitar players, and I'm not going to fit in with anybody, but. um, Right. Well, um, you know, let's talk about Recovery's Got Talent. Recovery's Got Talent is a showcase of people in recovery, because actually last year we had my boy Ty, uh, Ty Jackson, uh, skate <laughs> skate straighter, uh, you know, and he uh, he he uh, actually won the uh, the event. So you can go look up that uh, that episode on uh, yeah. on uh, on the YouTube. And my boy Mason Knight got second place in that show. Oh really? Go Mason. Which one? Uh, no, uh, what he's, was he's a rapper. I, oh yeah, that dude. Yeah. Okay. That guy. That guy. <laughs> no, because I I do remember uh, the 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 top people there. So. Oh, so you yeah. were there. Yeah, I went there. Okay, I didn't. I didn't go. I went the year before that. Did you have COVID again? Yeah, it was COVID. Yeah, yeah it was COVID again. <laughs> but so yeah, but so recovery's got talent is um, you know uh, basically a showcase for people that are in recovery. But uh, let's see, what else did we have? Um, uh, 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 recovery's got talent. Oh yeah, did you uh, want to share an intro to your book? Because like you were saying, it's yeah. And also, I want to point out um, the the fact that it it's important in recovery or it was important in mine to find, like, your passion. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, mine's always obviously been um, been DJing. Um, but, uh, you know, the thing is, is then I was like, you know, I had an opportunity to do a, a podcast, and I was like, oh, man, this is great. There's so much stuff out there. But I think that, you know, in, re- in recovery, um, that it's a huge spot, you know, a huge part of my recovery to find a passion and something that you're passionate about and something that you're good at and that you enjoy doing. So Yeah, agreed. And, uh, you know, you're, if you, you know, I've been in counseling and I have a sponsor through a fellowship and everything, and they always encourage you to write. And so it's been very, very helpful and it's been something. But I did write an intro to my um book that you know god willing gets published by me or an agency one day right so i'll read it real quick okay <clears throat> i'm going to tell you the sweetest love story i know one that brings me to my knees each and every time slays me brings me unprecedented joy completes me restores my heart and strengthens my soul i have been wooed adored cherished held and loved with an intimacy i never knew and guess what there ain't no human boy involved in this love story there's no hope dealing, energy drink guzzling, DM sliding, canned recovery answering boy in any of this. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I love those boys. I love them big. I love to mama bear them. I love to eye roll them. I love their flat build caps and crazy tattoos. I love their shock factor stories and embarrassing cuss words I never even knew until I got sober. I love that the junkie drunk in them loves the junkie drunk in me. 
but it's not them. It's also not about my girls. I've never been shy about the fact that the women saved me, that these girls continue to save me, that I think they are beautiful and fierce and shiny and inspiring. I think they are soft and resilient and honest and brave and petty and dramatic and exhausting. Oh, but I sure do love them big, too. I love that the miracle in me recognized the miracle in them. Nope, this love story isn't about that. It starts long ago in a world where I had no idea about love, no hope for it, no reference point for it, a hollow, shallow, gray world where a little blonde-headed girl with huge blue eyes was already empty, through no fault of a mother who is as fucking fierce as they come. As I grew up, my life became more and more dangerous. My soul was gasping for something I couldn't even verbalize, but I was already too busy flirting with the world to even notice. Solution came early and fast and was a sweet mercy for this little girl. Love, check, I'd found it in a bottle or in a pill or in a needle. And that was the first taste of romance I needed. It was the only one I needed. Let's fast forward 20 years. By this time, I was a girl with a head full of knowledge and an arm full of dope. And my life was as dangerous as ever, still gasping, still breathless. I was a girl living a double life. My higher power consisted of a drug and a boy that could get it for me. Picture this, said, blonde-headed, huge, blue-eyed, 33-year-old little girl, hollow, shallow, gray, empty, lying on the floor of a filthy apartment, surrounded by belts and blood, needles and grime, dirty from the inside out, begging for more and simultaneously praying to a god I did not know to die. My romance was dead. My first love and my solution had betrayed me long ago. I didn't feel cherished or adored or wooed or chosen or loved. I'd been desecrated and deserted, beaten. I was a slave and I served one master. I'd given my soul and there was nothing left, not a drop. I was days away from being evicted from my home, but little did I know I was about to be evicted from my current life and, inter into, and invited into a truer one. Between lying on the cold shower floor and puking my guts out, uh, clarity came in this short sentence. I think you should call your parents and go to treatment. And I called, and my dad showed up, and I got in the truck, and thus began the sweetest love story on earth. Wow. wow. That was great. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> I like it. I like it. So So it's about finding myself and loving myself and right. my higher power and how all of that has come together. So now that's your intro to your book, it, I right? Mean, yeah, yeah, probably. And then just kind of like autobiographical, but... Yeah, and I want to focus on, like, a lot of recovery authors that I read, it focuses a lot on the the using part of their story. Mm -hmm. And my story's not, my using story's not special. I mean, yeah. it's it's one among a million. I want to talk about, like, the friendships I've made and the people that, right. you know, the miracle of a life that I get to live today. Ah, uh, see, now see how she how she segued into hope, dude, <laughs> Jeff. You stopped <laughs> Dude, it was all your fault. I thought we had more. Bro. Yeah, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Just so everybody knows that Jeff was on uh, last year. We had you on, and uh, you, you, you were like, I didn't get to do my strength, hope, and experience. You know. So no, man, when I walked out of the studio, man, I felt kind of upset because I didn't get to share some strength, right? Right. But on the ride home, I got a call from a friend. Yeah. Uh, and he was like, "Dude, <clears throat> your whole the, the thing made me like." Uh, rekindle my relationship with my mom. And right. It was Aww. like, and dude, I started crying. It was like, all right, I touched something. Yeah, absolutely. And if you look at the comments on the thing, there's right. a couple people on there that are, you know, pretty oh, sweet. Yeah, and yeah, cool yeah, yeah. The they were touched thing. by yeah. yeah, absolutely. For sure. Well, I mean, that's the thing. I mean, you know, I just, I just blindly do the show, and then, like, yeah. I mean, it helps who it helps, man. I mean, and, and the thing is, is obviously, I always like to do this shot here. 
Um, if you guys are on YouTube, be sure and hit that subscribe button right there. Um, because, you know, we're, we're just, yeah, it's right here, right here, right here, right there. There, <laughs> yeah, but uh, you know, it, I, it's just it was a show that I had like there was an idea that I, I just wanted to put out there, and, and you know, maybe somebody that can't relate to me can relate to you, maybe somebody that can't relate to me can relate to Jeff. And and it's funny because I mean, as people, and probably a lot of the reasons why we used as people is because we're so worried and uncomfortable in our own skin and and so self-critical as well um you know and i mean i think uh you know that's a big part of of why people use just period or have a glass of wine to go to their family thing because they're worried about what everybody's thinking about them so and plus for you doing this whole thing like you have a big platform you have a lot of people that follow you dude and that are still out there yeah. doing what they're doing you know what i mean so for them to see what you're doing now right and you're having someone like me on the show helping you co-host right and and a lot of people are going to see this and they're going to be like dang this is fucking awesome I yeah could be, i could do that too right. yeah that's what the program is really all about you know? take right. a look at me now take a look at me. <laughs> are we gonna get a duet out of you, <laughs> out of you guys dude you missed it last night dude. <laughs> It was epic. Yeah, I like it. It was epic. It was, it was epic. You, epic missed, you missed it. He, yeah, he definitely did some Phil Collins. Okay, so I always like to just kind of hit some 101 questions for those people that are out there, uh, you know, like struggling or maybe struggling staying sober or whatever. But f uh, for both of you guys, uh, you know, what would you say is a, is a key component that, that helps you stay, uh, you know, re remain and maintain your sobriety? So for me, it's yeah, go the ahead. community. You yeah, know, uh, I love that. You know, there's a big community, and there's there's so many resources out there. You mm. know, in Dallas, we have a big city, and really, we're super lucky to have this because there's cities all over America that don't have what we have. Like Sherman. Yeah, right. shout out to Sherman. I love Sherman. I got peeps out there. Sherman's so. good. Yeah. Sorry. Well, yeah. you know, uh, it, it's it's. You know, it's it's so readily available for us here, man, and, and with all the resources and, and all the people, because the community is so big, man. And if mm -hmm. I didn't have this community, I don't know what I'd be doing. Right I agree. Now. Yeah, you yeah, yeah. I mean? I mean, the community, and the thing is, is you don't just have to have a designated, uh, you know, normal 12-step recovery. I mean, there's lots of different uh, avenues out there and aspects to it. Um, but I'm, it's always like, I'm always about that community and like build your tribe, dude. Because you know, and it, and it's like an insurance policy as well. You know, for for those times when you feel like uh, you know a little weak or a little a little human. You know, yeah. no, I, so. I get around. I go to a lot of different places. Yeah, you do, man. You are you are a um, a man of the people. Yes, try to be. You are. I did. I said that to somebody last night. I was like, Jeff is like so universally loved. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I would say, you know, connection as well, but also service, um, mm -hmm. getting out of myself, um, sure. you know, and, and doing things for other people. I mentor um, mm -hmm. several women through different fellowships and um, that that helps me a lot. Um, and I also volunteer at a treatment center um, and do some things there. And I think that mm -hmm. that's, that's a big thing that helps me stay sober and grounded and to realize where I came from and to not ever forget that I was that shaky little girl walking through the door not too long ago. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You hear just like you hear some somebody's story and mm -hmm. you're like, oh, man, yeah. that, that, that 
girl's me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah. All right, so then uh, let's see. And then what would you guys, you know, recommend for somebody that's sober curious? Like what would you, either either one, just go? I think just put yourself out there to see what's around. There's so many different pathways, so many different fellowships and programs and if you go to a meeting and you don't like it, don't just write it off. Like, don't just be like, you know, oh, I didn't like that, nothing, I couldn't relate to anything. Try something else. Um, right. And yeah. that, that's a huge thing I, I want to point out because a lot of people get a bad taste in their mouth because they've gone to one meeting. You know, and I mean, like you said, there's a lot of places that don't, you know, that have um, a limited amount of meetings, but there's also you know online meetings for sure but the thing is is don't let just one bad experience because they're all different some of them are clicky some of them aren't and and it's just you know definitely don't let that sway your perception you know mm -hmm. the thing about me is is i feel like you know uh, a lot of guys come in they think you know how am I going to do this for the rest of my fucking life? Um, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm just going to sit here and I'm going to read this book over and over and over again and sound right. like fun to me. You right. Know? But, you know, just get around because there's, we're not a glum lot, that's for sure. Mm. Sure. You know what I mean? And and I have fucking fun, man. Yeah. I, I, I mean, you know how I do it. You know, yeah. I, I have fun. Right. You know, in these meetings, I it's like when I came in, I was the shaky person too. I didn't want to say anything. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? And And now I'm, singing songs in front of 75 people yeah making a fool of myself <laughs> you yeah. know what i mean and just showing people that you know you can have fun and do this thing yeah you know and, you know no i agree i agree so uh, but you would just say like i mean just get out there and just get involved and and try to i mean i think i think for me if i think about it like it definitely community would be like top tier and then maybe Let's see, uh, you know, just being honest with yourself and, ju and just self-awareness and just knowing that, hey, you know, and, and admitting to yourself kind of kind of step one stuff, you know, but just getting that in there and doing that and, and just because uh, th what they say is you, uh, that's the only step you have to do perfect every day, right? Right. You know? Or right every day, but other than that, do you have any cross questions, Je Jeffrey Rigdon? I mean, you are the co-host here. I'm not interviewing you. I'm the co-host. You're, you're, you're. I thought I was just here. You know, well, you're <laughs> gonna be. You know, you're, you're, you're gonna be filling in. You're going to be uh, filling in and and possibly a part of the show. So if this goes well, dude, then you're hired. Hold on, I didn't no bring pressure. my notepad. No car. I'll be right back. Right, right. Uh, I don't know, Haley. Uh, do you have anything else to say? Like, I don't know what first you're saying. Off, you, first off, you have to learn to talk into well, the dude, mic. The mic yeah. I'm okay, so let me talk like this. Hey, so Haley. No, all you have to do is like this, dude, and then go it. like this. Yeah, there you go. Am I still in the camera? It, a, it attenuates. Not really now. Jeff, you're being difficult, dude. Dude, I'm super difficult. Move this dude, I'm way. super excellent. Yeah, move closer towards her. There you go, buddy. There you go. Good job. So, but anyway, but or do you have any questions for Jeff? I mean, let's let's hear it. Bounce it around. Let's bounce it oh, around. Sure, sure. Um, Jeffrey. Or do y'all have questions for me? Now I want to <laughs> know. I want to know, like, what changed from the the guy I met didn't want. He knew he didn't want to use drugs anymore, but he didn't really have any sort of recovery. Um, Jeff and I go way back, like to when he first came into the recovery world. So okay. 
Um, what changed now that you can sing and dance in front of 75 people? Well, the open-mindedness. At first, I, I wasn't open-minded at all. Like, I came in here with, mm -hmm. a, like, I thought I had all the answers. Mm -hmm. You know, I've already been sober for dang near three years, you mm -hmm. know, so I thought I had it all figured out, right? And then I was just, I, I met somebody, uh, my mentor, so mm -hmm. to say. Sure. Uh, right, and, uh, you know, I just took some suggestions and have been open-minded this whole time and worked this thing and actually, you know, got out there and mentored people too, you know, and then that's when you start to see the magic, you know what I mean? And, right. You know, um, put myself out there for to be of service at my home group, and that's just like I've flourished ever since then. Yeah. You know? Do you, okay, so speaking of, of being of service, because both of y'all mentioned mentoring. So, I mean, without using names... Let's hear some. Let's hear some success stories. Like, what's uh, you know maybe something that touches you? I, well, I have a, a woman that. Um, her name is Shirley Bassey, and her, yeah. <laughs> her number. I have a is, woman. We'll uh, call her Jane Doe. Um, right, right. And um, I met her, and she was angry. Oh, so angry at the mm. world, and I was like, "This is going to be the hardest thing in the world." And um, she has moved leaps and bounds and she got married and she's still sober mm -hmm. and she's wonderful and then I have another woman um that's my very best friend now mm -hmm. and um we started out as just like peripherally knowing each other and I mentor her but she's also my best friend and I sometimes we kind of change positions I go to mm -hmm. her I'm like I don't know what to do about this and she comes to me and we talk almost every day and we mm -hmm. hang out and um, I didn't have those girlfriends, you know, in my addiction or even before. Oh, yeah, because you were hanging out with the flat billed guys. and <laughs> I was hanging out with the hope dealing yeah, right, frat yeah. boys. Yeah. But, um, no, and I just the, the women have really, like, I think it's important for any woman that's trying to get sober to, mm -hmm. to stick with the other women, at least in the beginning for sure, and surround yourself because there's so many powerful, wonderful women in recovery, and it's mm -hmm. just so amazing to watch the transformations. Cool, Jeff, Jeffy, Jeffy Pooh. Yeah, uh, I all my guys that I'm um, that I that I mentor uh, are still like th going through it right are, now. Are and, still you know, actively hopefully, using. You know, <laughs> no, hopefully, by my seventh year, they'll be you know through with their four steps. And stuff. Right. You know yeah, what yeah, I mean? But yeah, I, yeah. you know, I can't yeah. really. You know, I got some good guys though right now. Yeah. Um, but no, like no inspirational stuff. stories. No, nothing like I mean, nothing like that. You okay? This guy came in, and then now he's here. You know. Well, you know. I mean, I, I without, don't want to put anything. No, like I know, but I'm just. But I got yeah. some. I got okay. some good guys that that are that are on fire right now. Yeah. You know, okay. That, that are ready to do this thing. That are still, like I said, they're still on their four steps. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> cool. Well, I mean, but you've been you've also been sponsoring people for a while or mentoring people. For, for about, a while. For about eight months now, man. Okay, yeah. cool. And I mean, okay, so this is another question. W you know, obviously you have to work the steps in order to to sponsor somebody. This is just a, a me question. But, I mean, when did you... When did you feel in in your recovery that, I mean, A, you got to work the steps yourself, and then did you immediately put yourself out there to be a sponsor or mentor or whatever you want to call it? My mentor mate, like, said, yeah. Yeah. Maybe. yeah. She now said, go do it. Yeah, she said, now you need to start raising See your what hand. I did? Okay, yeah. now you do that. Exactly. Well, you, okay, That's exactly cool. how it works. Well, yeah. You know, at the end of the meeting, they're like, you know, if you've had a spiritual awakening, raise your hand. You right. Know, and sure. Raise your hand, right? And, like. You know, after I was done, he's like, you can raise your hand now. And I'm like, all right. And I started raising my hand, you know, but I'm not even, like, sharing, you know, right. <laughs> in the meeting. But I'm like, hey, man, it's me. I'm here. Yeah. You know, if you need a sponsor, you know, and then I started sharing. Right. You know. 
And well, and I, you know what I think? I, I, you know, it's funny because I've noticed that I've got more comfortable with because I, I mean, I've never really been a public speaker at all. You know, I mean, <laughs> I'm sure that's evident. But uh, you know, it's it's just like I think it because in in recovery, uh, you know, you end up talking so much that you're just like, oh, okay, it's not like as nerve wracking to me as it was in the beginning because I was like. <laughs> you know, like all, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm used to being behind the decks and I don't say a word right. and whatever, but I mean, you know, but speaking in front of people is, is, can be, you know, crippling to some people, you know? So, I mean, I think definitely, I think definitely being in recovery has helped me in that aspect of, of being more comfortable, even though I don't, I'm not a big sharer. You know? Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> you do great here, though, man. This is oh well, I appreciate it. Yeah, you're, mm-hmm. yeah. you're amazing. I, you yeah, are amazing. I, I am amazing, aren't I? <laughs> you're very amazing, Kelly. Yeah. We love. Do Kelly. I get to come yeah. back and co-host? Yeah, yeah. Right. Okay. yeah. <laughs> yeah for sure. <laughs> but um, uh, hey, let's give a, a while. I got you. While I got Haley on the screen, there is a Summer Sky product sitting right across from us. Yay! Uh, hey guys, if you're looking for help, be sure and reach out to. Uh, Summer Sky, they are in Stephenville, Texas, uh, which is www.summersky.us, and that is 888-857-8857, and then I'm going to go ahead and throw myself up on the screen. There we go. Yeah. I got sober there. If I can do it, you can do it. I got, uh, seriously, and I, I always say that, um, you know, if anybody... If anybody, uh, you know, wants it, it, and that's a huge thing, is you have to want it. Mm-hmm. Because that, and, uh, you know, I think if, if, I'm, if I were to sponsor somebody, which I haven't, but if I were, I would just go, hey, do you want to be sober, you know, first? Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, that's a one, one thing you can't, you know, make somebody want. I mean, because, you know, no matter how much your family like wants it for you or your significant other um whatever whatever it is but you know i mean uh, my wife wanted it for me really bad mm-hmm. you know but it was just like you know i i i, I didn't a i didn't think it was a problem um of course because i was you know in active use and, and but the thing is is you know, she couldn't make me want it, but then that window of clarity, once I got there, you know, that 30 days, boom, you know, uh, the fog started to clear, and I started to realize, wow, that was a lot of fucked up shit I did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, do you, and then, like, I mean, do you, do you guys still have, like, uh, do you find yourself doing step work again, like, f- with yourself and continuing your, I mean, not just sponsoring people, but, I mean, do you feel like yourself, like, uh, I need to, you know, go back. I'm, oh, I've obviously got a resentment about that mm-hmm. one. I need to. All the time. Man. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. So it's an ongoing thing. Yeah. It's not like just. And, and that's another thing. It's just like people go, okay, well, if I work these 12 steps, man, then I'm going to be cured. You graduated, you know? You know? Yeah, I graduated. Yeah, yeah. That's fixed. It. That's it. <laughs> hey, hey, I didn't, hey I didn't say it. I said I fixed. Fixed. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, and I think like the steps of these fellowships um i'm sorry i'm trying really hard yeah um, no it's all good um that they can be worked around anything mm-hmm. like i did a lot of work around a, a hard breakup that i had and used you know the same principles and the same inventory and, sure. and things like that to go through that so i think that 
know, it can be used for codependency, and gambling, sex, whatever your, mm-hmm. your deal is. Yeah. And, um, you no, can I get, never, like, because I've been to, there's a, there's a spot off of Northwest Highway um, called 4D. Mm-hmm. And uh, they have like I got the, I, I pulled their flyer of the different meetings they have, and I'm like, holy crap, yeah. dude! People they're are addicted just, to anything. They're, they're just making shit up. Now. <laughs> <laughs> they got it up on the wall. For yeah. yeah, but and of course I went, uh, you know, just wandered into the sex addict meeting. You did? No. Oh. <laughs> How was it? Man? It was good, dude. There was yeah. a lot of hot chicks, dude. Nice, nice. Let's go. <laughs> what day are they meeting? <laughs> yeah, what day is that, dude? Where is it? <laughs> But uh, yeah, man, I I appreciate you guys coming out, man, and uh, you know I'd love to have you back on, you yeah, know. Absolutely. And um, I, you know, any I always give the uh, guest a, a t- chance to shout out to people. So, any shout outs for you? Well, I I want to shout out. I want to again plug Recovery Scott Talent and Jennifer De Silva. She's the executive director of Simply Grace and okay. somebody that I love very dearly. So Simply Grace puts on Recovery Scott Talent. It is on March twelfth. At Windspear Opera House, you can get your tickets. Oh wow, they're doing it out in Oklahoma. No, it's when it, where's Windspear? It's downtown. It's somewhere. Oh okay. It's it's here. It's oh, in oh, Dallas. Oh, it's in downtown Dallas. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And so um, your tickets, you can go to simplygrace.com or it might be org, but just look up Simply Grace and you can yeah. get it. Can we drop a link in the? Uh, no, not really. No. No, we can't. That's called okay. pre-production, okay. Jeff. Oh. By the okay. way, now you're learning. Now that you're yeah. now that you're going to be a part okay, of the well show, we do that. Yeah. it's we'll called do pre-production. That. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so no, and I also and just really, I have a really big family, like huge, and we're all very close, and mm-hmm. I never get to like say things about them to them. So I love all of them, and my blog is. <laughs> yeah, please plug myself. Right? Hell yeah, girl! It's called "There's Freedom in That." Okay. T h e r e s. F R E E D O M I N T H A T dot blogspot dot com. <laughs> Holy crap, that's there's a long a, URL. Was that URL taken? <laughs> it, everything else was taken. Oh, really? So there's, free, there's freedom in that dot blogspot dot com, and it has um, all of my writings if you want to check it out. Okay, all right. And then uh, you, shout outs, plugs. You know. yeah, I want to give a shout out to Aaron, my girlfriend. She celebrated seven months yesterday. Woo! Oh, nice, yeah. dude. All right. Um, and then the Dopeless Society. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell us about Dopeless Society real uh, quick. So it's a buddy of mine's um, clothing company. It's uh, uh, just, uh, you know, it's a, you know, showing people, you know, it's a way of being of service wearing these shirts. Like a buddy of mine, Justin Box, is a friend of the show. Uh, he was like, did you like the poster boy for recovery, dude? Right. Oh, always that. got <laughs> shirts that have fucking recovery stuff on. <laughs> Hope dealing. Like, I, like I like how you just made him sound like Spicoli. Yeah, I make everybody sound like this. <laughs> Spicoli. Like, <laughs> yeah. He's like, bro, you like the recovery. Bruh, you like the recovery cover that's boy. My, that's and, my skull. Well, dude, it's like it's being of service wearing this right. these clothes. Because no. when people see yeah. it, they're like, what is that about? You know? By the way, you, so c- you could have been of service and worn one of these. Wow. <laughs> these, wow. these lovely shirts. A uh, little pink cloud dude, shirt, the, by the, the way. I have it up on my wall. Yeah, you, you don't wear like, it. I love it so you don't much. wear it. You don't want to soil it. You want it to be pristine it's and everything. Under like glass. I need to get you a shirt, by the way. Yes, please. I don't know if I have a small, though. Oh, I love you for just assuming I wear a small. Was, uh, what, did, was that good? <laughs> that was good. <laughs> well, hey, I am married, and I have been successfully married for 12 years. So. Good for you. Yeah. Yes, I, I haven't. I know. <laughs> Ever. Uh, well, <laughs> somebody needs to go to an SA meeting. No, I'm just kidding. It's uh, <laughs> S-L-A-A. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. oh sec- yeah, sex addict and love addict. 
love. Or sex anonymous, love anonymous. I, don't know, I don't know. Slaw is what the, I was always told. It would be funny if the acronym was SLUT. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love that. Yeah. Oh, uh, what else? Uh, me and some friends, some men, are putting together a men's meeting. Okay. Uh, it is a, like a men empowerment meeting. Okay. Uh, you know, it's not going to be 12 step based, but it is about being a better man. Okay. Uh, so it's going to be called BAM. You know, okay. Be a man. Right. So ah, if you want, if you bam, want to be a um, uh, man, I get yeah, it, man. dude. Nice. Yeah. And the logo will be like BAM, you know, like yeah. BAM, BAM. Are you going to have yeah. shirts? Like yeah, we're going to have shirts. And nice. I'll plug those next time. I'll Sweet. Yeah, I yeah, like yeah. it. So I like it. If you want to well, be a part of that, just, you know, reach out to me. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Well, guys, I just want to uh, thank you again for coming out as I get our overhead shot. Let's wave to the overhead cam. I've looked There's, at it a I think times, Fitz yeah. is on there. Fitzy. Woo-hoo! Yeah, the guy that's not saying anything. Shout out to dude, Fitz. Shout out to Fitz for. Uh, and, and Hello Studios yes, thank um, you. For, for having us out here and being such accommodating uh, as far as helping me engineer because, man, I would just be uh, up shit's creek, you know? Like, <laughs> so I'd love one of those shirts too, man. I'd wear it. There you go, dude. Jeff, Jeff's just looking Jeff for loves shirts. Jeff's just looking for free clothing anywhere, dude. Anything free, you know. Yeah, but uh, I guess uh, you know. I appreciate you guys for coming out and sharing your stories. Um, and uh, if you want to hear Jeff's story, actually, you can go back and mm-hmm. just look on the YouTube's. It's powerful. It was it was very compelling, very mm-hmm. compelling piece about uh, your fams and all that stuff. Um, but, uh, you know, I want to thank you guys for coming out, making your way down to the new location, downtown Dallas, which is beautiful, uh, except you have to pay for parking you, now. You, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. You can pay me back for the parking. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, can we get our parking validated yeah. on the way out? <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, yeah, actually, there's a guy named Larry, and uh, <laughs> yeah, just find him. He's the one with the mask? Is that yeah, 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 that guy, dude. Yeah, that one. But, uh, hey, like I always say, kids, uh, there is no magic pill for sobriety. Because if there was, we would all take too many. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. Mm, mm, mm. Oh, I got makeup all over the headphones. Drop the ball down.